This is Everybody's Talking with Layla. Hey, thanks for joining me for this week's episode of Everybody's Talking with Layla. And this week, I am talking with someone who has known me since before I knew me. <laughs> that was definitely a little girl we met. We both were little girls we met. Long lost friend Regina White is joining me all the way from Botswana. Hey, Regina. <laughs> How are you? I think we met when we were like in pre-K or something. Yeah, pre-K. Yes, on Fort Bragg. We were we were at the uh, at that daycare. <laughs> yes, that's where we met. Yeah. <laughs> and now you are a thriving businesswoman. You are a wife and a mother. How is life moving during a pandemic to Botswana? It was a process. Um a very, very long process. Sometimes it was like, is this going to happen? Because you know, with the travel bans and everything, and it got pushed back. We were leaving in May, then we were leaving in June, then we were leaving in July, and then finally we were able to leave in September because, you know, we had to quarantine and they had to just, you know, get everything straight as far as how we would get here in the middle of a travel ban because the borders are still closed here. So it was just really, really, really crazy. But we finally made it and I literally wanted to cry when the when the plane landed finally because, you know, we finally made it and I was just so happy. I mean, I was ready for a change after being in the house for six months. <laughs> work has your family there. So you all moved through through your husband's work. And so now you're there, you're living there. What what has that been like? I mean, what, what is Botswana like? What is it like during the pandemic? One thing I've learned being here is this is a very laid back lifestyle here. They're very cool, laid back. Um, America, where I noticed that Americans were really loud <laughs> in comparison to um, people here. But the pandemic is just not as bad here as it is in the US. A lot more comfortable going out, the safety precautions that they're taking before you go into anywhere, any store, restaurant, gas station, anywhere. You have to give your temperature, your name, your number, where you live, you know, so everyone wears a mask. You, you don't see people's faces when you go out. It's not an option because you can do jail time here. So oh. you just feel comfortable. Um, people are pretty much just going about their their daily lives. It's It's been amazing. The kids started school. They were actually able to go back to school. Um, so I was before I got here, I was hesitant about it. But once I got here and saw the way that things were going and how everything was operating, I felt very comfortable and loved the school. They love them. And they're just excited to kind of start their new life here. That's amazing. So I'm glad that the adjustment with them uh, wasn't a challenge. It's hard when, you know, when you, when your family moves abroad and lives somewhere else, I lived in Germany as a kid. And I know that, um, that transition, especially during a school year, can be very difficult. Now add to that a pandemic. I can only imagine what that's like. So I'm happy to hear the kids are doing well with the adjustment. You are also a very busy businesswoman. Uh, at, at one point, I remember you had launched your handbag line. Take me through some of the things you're working on. I have a skincare line that I've had for forever. Um, but, you know, that's one of my main, that's my money maker. Everybody loves beauty. We sell like body butters and hair oils and people just love them. They really, really love them. We sell out every time we do a drought, we sell out. Our customers love our products. And I also have a magazine. 
So um, it's a lifestyle magazine with poorly curators. So that's me. Uh, it was kind of, I'm the poorly curator. I was curating, you know, where I curate fashion, um, hair, you know, different women with coily hair and things like that. Um, I kind of shake things up a little bit with my move and it's more kind of circling around my life in Botswana just because it's it's what I'm doing now. It's what I'm doing every day. So it's kind of like, but you know, I'll, I'll still incorporate fashion and and things, but it's a lifestyle magazine just for women like, you know, like you and I. People are fascinated with other people's world travels. Um, and, and when they're doing things that only we can imagine about, like I, I would love to one day go to Africa. So I am fascinated that you're there and that you're, you're, you're there during a pandemic and you're, you're moving on with life that's normal. How are you going to tap into all of that with, with the magazine? On the personal side, I've always been, like you said, you, you spoke on my handbag line. I've always been, you know, into the fashion world. I have a degree in fashion merchandising and, um, from the Art Institute of Charlotte. And so that's always been a part of, of me. So the fashion will come, will be incorporated through me and just fashions that I come across here and that I'll be displaying. My life right now is what it's kind of about. It's my life in Botswana. So I'll be, we'll do, be doing a lot of traveling. Um, we also incorporate home decor. So I just want to show some of the things that I'm finding, you know, through my travels, whether it's through fashion or home decor, just different little pieces that you might not see or might not find somewhere else. And take us more into your your body butters, your product line. How you created this? What, what was missing in the market that you didn't find that made you want to tap into it? So it's called Body Whip. And um, it's basically just coined after the fact that I whip the, the body butter. I whip it up to to make the body butter as, you know, as fluffy and creamy as it is. It's shea butter. I use um, essential oils like tea tree, rosemary, marshmallow root, um, vitamin E oils, avocado oils, and I have a hair elixir that people swear by. Everything's natural. There's no parabens, no artificial ingredients. So back when I started making that, I was just interested in kind of like mixology and like mixing different essential oils based on things that you needed and not necessarily what only what you could find in the store. So my daughter has, my oldest daughter has eczema. So I started whipping up things for her and, um, you know, then I started giving it to this person and that person. And my mom, she was working at the VA at the time. She's retired now, but, um, you know, they washed their hands a lot in the hospitals. So it was really catching on like wildfire in the VA hospital. And then it got out to Fort Bragg. People over there were using it. And that's really how it started catching on. And I have customers that I've had for years. I mean, I'm sad to say it's, it's kind of bad to say, but I really haven't done a whole lot to like become a huge brand. It's because I've just been catering to my small, you know, my small base of customers. And then they tell their, their uh, friends and family. And it's just kind of been a word of mouth thing. I don't really do a whole lot of marketing. Um, it's just, they want it and they make sure that they get it when I, when I, when I make it available. I'm trying to be very, very careful about how I grow. Um, so that I don't grow too fast and I just lose, you know, everything that is, that people love about it. Speak to folks who feel like they never have enough time in the day, like me. How do you have time 
to create products, raise four kids and a husband and move across the world. That was the big part of why we have the business model that we do as far as making it monthly. Uh, we went back and forth about it because we didn't, because that's not going to work for everyone. A lot of people want what they want when exactly when they want it. But I just had to make a choice because I have, a, you know, such a large family. It's like, look, I can make it on, you know, once a month, you know, you place your order and you get it. But I, we couldn't continue to just go to the post office whenever someone decided that they wanted products. Like I'm not Amazon, you know what I mean? So <laughs> that was a big, a major part of what made it easier for me to manage because I just knew how it would, I could schedule everything out. And also, um, as my kids get older, it gets a lot easier. They come, they become more independent. I think we're at a sweet spot right now where everyone's kind of like, you know, I have a 16, 10, 8, and 5. So we all kind of care for our five-year-old. Um, everyone else is pretty independent and kind of like can just take care of themselves. So it's hard, but it's not as hard as it seems. I think you're, you're speaking to a lot of moms who are listening to, uh, people sometimes juggle with the idea of, can you have it all? And I've heard someone say before, you can have it all, sometimes not at the, the exact same time. What's your take on that? I believe you can. I mean, I feel like you have to manage your expectations, most importantly, because we we go through like marathons, you have sprints and marathons. So it's like when I have something that I have to do, orders that I have to get out or whatever the case is, I go into survival mode. And it's just like, okay, we got to get this done. And I got to have to see that through and get that marathon done. It's kind of like getting here. It's just all about planning. I absolutely think that you can have it all. You just, like I said, have to manage your expectations. If, if there's someone listening and, and they really have great ideas because you've started three things now, at least three that I know of with the handbag line and the body butter and the magazine, you've started your own brands just out of your own ideas, your own motivation. What could you tell someone who has great ideas, but they're just so nervous about starting or what the perception may be from others? I would say to just go ahead and start. I mean, one thing that I know a lot of people, because people ask me for advice a lot as far as what, how they should start their business. And they want everything to be perfect, 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 perfect before they start. And it's not going to be perfect. I mean, even when you think it's perfect, you're still a, a couple months later, you might be like, well, I don't even like that anymore. Like it's going to be ever changing and evolving. So the best thing to do is just start. Um, another thing is we, we really right now we're in an entrepreneur culture where everyone wants to be an entrepreneur. So you go on social media and you can feel like, well, I need to be like this person's business or that person's business. I would say try not to pay as much attention to other businesses that are doing what you're doing. Cause you can, you're going to feel like, Oh, well, maybe I should be doing that too. Or maybe I should be doing that. Like figure out what you and don't pay attention to whatever anyone else is doing because you you don't want to start emulating what someone else is doing and you're losing your own vision. You do have to have a lot of guts <laughs> to believe in your brand because, you know, there will be times where you're the only one who believes in your brand. But um, when people see your vision and they love your product or whatever your business is, they'll come back, you know, and they'll, 
They'll buy whatever it is or whatever service you have and they'll come get it again and again. That's excellent advice. Well, listen, don't be surprised if I hop off a plane up in Botswana (laughs) and come move in for a couple of months. I'm just saying, I may find my prince over there. You will love it. It's so beautiful. So, so nice. Um, Everyone is so nice here. Um, You will just love it. You definitely need to pay Botswana a visit. And let people know where they can keep up with you, with, with your brands, with the magazine. Where can they find you? Instagram is Regina underscore C White. And you can follow my, my journey through Botswana at the poorly curator underscore magazine on Instagram. And where can we get some of this body butter? Mybodywhip.com is where you can go to, you know, subscribe to our newsletter or even get text alerts so that when we do drop, you can get it before it sells out. I've got to get mine. Everybody listening, go get yours. Regina, it's so good to talk to you. And I cannot wait to come visit you in Botswana, girl.